Before the show starts, make sure you visit the Breakfast store for all the sweet Breakfast merch, like the super comfy Breakfast t-shirts and the very dapper Breakfast coffee mugs. Go there now, breakfaststore.com. Welcome to part two of the return of Mary Kennedy on Breakfast. If you haven't listened to part one, please go back and listen to that one because this will make a lot more sense if you do. On with the show. Pick it up. Welcome to Breakfast with Brent Pope. Breakfast. This young lady just smashed the lids on all these cakes in the bakery section. I could go on a Hallmark card. <laughs> My uh, guest today. Oh, I'm going to need to hear all about that. I didn't need any extra sausage. He adds character to my crew. <laughs> Is a goat pit a real thing? What? Welcome to Breakfast with Brent Pope. Great place to hang out and good food, too. I'm always playing blue-collar guys. Breakfast. Somebody screw through the pipe. I wouldn't jump up and down until we stabilize the hydraulics. I love a crawler. All yeah. my uncles got the gout. Jalapeno slash cheddar waffles. Who doesn't love that? It's breakfast time. Breakfast. The only show where bacon, pancakes, Hollywood. I'm your host, Brent Pope. You know what I was just laughing about today? Do you do voiceovers at yes. all? Okay. Yeah. So I've been doing a lot of voiceover auditions. Right. Uh, and sometimes I'm like, oh, I hear the actual thing. I was like, oh, but yeah, why didn't you use the, if you're going to have the guys of succession do it, why, <laughs> why am why I on Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and maybe that's, you know, I'm just saying that's such a successful show that probably they would use that person, whoever that is. If you're um, using Allison Janey. Yeah, like- <laughs> exactly. Like, wait a minute. Uh, you're using like a five-time Emmy winner, right? Well, just pay that person. If you're willing to pay that much, I don't know why you're <laughs> slumming yeah, well- it with me right now. But anyway, I, I gone out like three different times for this same voiceover. It's like some kind of cartoon that's going to come out. I won't right. say what it's going to be on. Like one week apart, it's like I went out for one part and the next week, like, oh, it's another lead part on this show and then now another lead part on this show, right? Well, they and, like you. Well, hopefully they like me or I'm like, or are they just like doing the one part this week and the other Because <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, oh, they must like me. And I was like, no, we were just like auditioning this one this week and this one next week. We didn't like you in any of them. They just happen to be in this order, you know. I don't know. There's that part in your head where you're like, it doesn't matter because you can't control it anyway. You might as well just have fun and do your best. But you don't know if they actually liked you or if they just happen to be, you know, me thinking negatively. Oh, yeah, this is just the next thing they're going to audition. And they're like, give you another shot. But they didn't really give you any good feedback. They're just like, in you're in the mix in all of them. I don't know. Well, it's funny because for me, I auditioned for the show and I so wanted this role. And then, like, I auditioned it, auditioned, and I've been called back with these guys a lot. And then they send me another role from the same show and it's yeah. on camera. And I go to my agent, I go, so wouldn't this be considered a callback? And like, they both uh, come back, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been in the business 21 years. Yeah, I mean, you know, funny. like, uh, I mean, here in LA. So it's just, you know, that the the sort of psychodrama in our own head about mm-hmm. this. So if there's any actors that are listening to this, like, yeah. we all go through it. You know, like, I've been doing this biz for a long time. But in a way, let's be honest, we're not in the room. Sometimes I felt it was better we were in yeah. the room. But I also second-guessed the room. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, oh, yeah. they said hello. So it must mean <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be a series regular next week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, I mean, I guess it's the same thing. And, you know, and then there's nothing worse than watching actors, you know, as you're waiting to audition when they're mm-hmm. on. Like, right, you know, right. they, they go, you know, they go into the sign-in sheet and they're like, let me get my quill. It's like, stop. Yeah, that's <laughs> just not me. I mean, I don't know. I hope I, maybe this. Me. Yeah, it's no. not me. I'm just like. I, if I see someone I know, I'll be friendly, but I'm not, you I'm know, very much I'm not trying own. to like win over all the other people that are, we're all going over the same job, you know, I mean. But it's so funny. You have like people hold court. Well, you know, I was, I was a serious regular on the show for NBC. Oh, you too? Yeah. Like- <laughs> I mean, I think to me, it's more like, I think I had more of an issue with that when I had just started starting to audition for a bunch of TV shows. Right. Where you're like, oh. 
I'm in this room. I have to prove why I'm why I'm here because right. no one knows me, and they still don't know me. But at least I feel like I belong in a little bit more, you know. And maybe they do know me. Uh, I had uh, a couple episodes back. I had Christopher Chan on, and Christopher Chan and I became friends because we would go out for the same parts all the time. That's so great. And uh, and we have these stories about like, oh, you got that one. Ah, I wanted that one so <laughs> There's bad. One. There's or, a woman that I go for it. Like she gets it. If she gets it, I'm not gonna get it. You know that. Yeah, kind of thing. yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. But. Uh, I don't know. There's that whole thing where eventually you start thinking like, well, maybe it just was meant for him to get or maybe he's slightly better in their, you know, and that's fine. You know, sometimes I'm going to be and sometimes they're like, I feel like maybe he should have got that part more than I should have or vice versa. But that's not what happens in the real life. So it just is what it is, I guess. Yeah. But did you like when you run into an auditions in person, you'd be like Newman. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Newman. Or it could be like, uh, if you ever watch that show, Better Things. Yes. Uh, where in the pilot of that show, and I think we talked about this in the show before, but like in the pilot, you know, Pam Adlon goes, character Sam, is at an audition and is like talking with, uh, I think, Constance Zimmer, her character yeah. on the show. And then she sees Julie Bowen walk in the room. She's like, all right, I'm going home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Although anytime I've felt like that, like I've been, if you know, Tony Cavallaro, who's yes. on Righteous Gemstones, yes. very rarely we'll go out for the same parts. Right. And I was like, oh man, Tony Cavallaro, he's a groundling. I've, you know, even though we've done a bunch of comedy together, I feel like he's just like one of the funniest guys that I know. And we went, both went out for the same part. I was like, well, if I don't get it, Tony's probably going to get it. And then neither one of us got it. I was like, oh, Tony didn't get it either. Okay. Well, <laughs> who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> The world is the world is chaos. Anybody yes. could get any yes. part, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, it was funny too. I don't know if you feel like this way too. Like Tony Cavallaro, uh, his energy is so big. Mm -hmm. And that's I can do that. It's not really my go-to. I, I was up for some part, I don't remember what show it was. And we it, I know it was for a mailman, right? And Tony shows up wearing the tightest mailman thing I've ever seen. <laughs> like, you know, were you a mailman in like the late 70s, <laughs> early 80s, something? And then I'm the next one in. And you I you have this happen where you're like, they, he's destroying them in the yes, room. Yes, they, yes, yes. He's just killing and I'm just like, and then you have to go in next and you're like, well, I'm in a no win situation because I'm not going to out Tony, Tony. I'm not going to out energy this guy. Right. But then again, how's it going to be? We're like, they were just, ah, we're just so funny. And now like this guy's underplaying it. Like, yeah, okay. You got anything else? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like. Where's your tight? Yeah. It's like, it's like, could I go like four people down the road? Could I like that three more people and then forget about Tony? And then I, I need a reset. Yeah. yeah. A reset. Just so it's not just such a huge juxtaposition. Yeah, of, no, I'm with um, you. I know. Yeah. yeah, no. So you just, so for those actors out there and comics out there, you just don't know. You don't yeah, know. Yeah, you don't know what they're going to like anyway. No. Mm -mm. Uh, I've, I, I don't know if you've had this where you literally call your friend and be like, that was the worst thing I've ever done. And then you later on you book it and you're like, oh, okay, I know nothing. Thing, you know, yeah, because you sit there and go, Oh my god, I don't know anything, but I will tell you the ones that I have booked. I've sat there and said, I got that, yeah, like I knew I when I got out of the room for Shameless and I and I was in there for a half an hour and they yeah. were quick, that office, really yeah. quick. I knew I like was in the bathroom and I was like, I, I think I got it. And but so when I didn't hear the next day because yeah. I knew they were shooting, yeah, like soon, I was like, Oh, I didn't get yeah. it. And then all of a sudden, my agent called me, so yeah, I mean, the, look, I just I, I can't talk about the show that I just did, but I had. The longest run I've had on anything and the most days I've worked on any shows, like, totally makes sense that I would get this part, you know, like, 
I think I had G. Charles Wright on, who, I don't know if you can offer him, but he's a casting director. Yeah, I love him. Um, he's great. You know, he played, he pl- I don't know if you watched Silicon Valley, but he played a part on Silicon Valley. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, which was this, there was this smart fridge that they had that mm-hmm. would talk back to you and stuff. And he played the voice of that. <laughs> And I, you know, he, what a I, great part. Yeah. And G and G's such a, a nice guy and he casts such great stuff. I love that dude. We love G. I guess that's the point. <laughs> we love G. She's great. Cast us. No, anyway. cast us G. Hey, I mean, if you want to, if you feel like a right for it. Like but, okay, you know, but do it anyway. And then yeah. Mary and I are a great team. We just have great chemistry as comedians. If you have two parts that might be both of us, uh, please. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not desperate. Anyway. Yeah. I'm not. But. I'll take anything. I will too. All right. How do you feel about like when you finish a job and then you're like, as soon as you're done, you're like, oh, what's next? I have nothing. I know. It's like, it's like, it's, yeah. No, it's like after when you, when you finish a run on the road or finish yeah. a show. Yeah. When I used to do community theater. Right. And I had all these friends and right. we had things to do. This I know. Is, you know. And then it's like, oh, I'll sit here alone in the yeah. dark. Yeah, God, no. this is fun to talk about, though. And I think it's helpful to people. Like, I think maybe if you're just beginning or anywhere you are, you're like, I'm the only one that goes through this. Like, no, we all do. We all, all do. All the time. And we know nothing. And who knows what you're going to book? It's all, it's not random. But take my classes because I do know something. Oh, there you go. Yes. Yes. You know, I just want to talk about that a little bit. Can we, can we talk about it? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. What I was interested in is, you know, you teach kind of all ages, right? I teach, yeah. What's a one, is there is there an age group that you think is more fun for you to teach? And what's the difference between teaching like very beginning younger students and like people that have been doing it for a long time? So the, I love teaching like kindergarten age. I do. I think they're yeah. the most malleable and sorry, really funny kids. You know, they're funny, yeah. they're open, but the age range that I think is the most creative is nine to 12. And actually it's not a, a mystery that they book. Okay. Nine to 12 year olds book all the time. Teenagers, if you're a parent of a teenager, you'll understand one day your kid is so present and available. Yeah. Another day they're like, get out of my house. And then the difference between teaching kids and adults, I would say, and I see this in teens. So adults get in their own way. Yeah. If adults are not having a career and they're not going further than they want, the first person that gets in their way is not casting, is not other actors, yeah. is not a spouse usually. Right. It's them. They have put up some roadblock saying that I can't do this. And with kids, where I find that kids can't be joyous and free in our career is when I got a parent. Like if you I got a parent who's not on board. If I've got if I have two parents on board, that's okay. great. If I have one parent that's on board and the other yeah. one could care less. But still on board, great. Where I've had a problem with kid actors is not their talent. It's the parents. It's one parent who totally is gung-ho and the other parent is like, nope, this isn't going to happen. Okay. I've seen actual relationships end because of that. You know, my note to parents of kids, and this is all, I know you're all over the world, but for, you know, parents who want to bring their kids out to Hollywood, if you are in a partner relationship, make sure that you both are on board. Yeah. Because it's, there's nothing, and it puts the kid in such an awful place. Because I've seen such talented kids not be able to thrive because you've got one parent that's not on board. Is there also a big gap sometimes where either the kid really wants to do it and the parents yes. do- doesn't really care that much or doesn't support it? Or yes. the parent is pushing them to do it and the kid doesn't? I mean, obviously, if the kid doesn't really want to do it and the parent's pushing, that's that's a problem eventually. But are there both of those things too? Is that also, yeah. are those also big issues? I mean, if I've got a kid who doesn't have a parent on board, it's really hard if the kid is in that sort of five to 15. Yeah. Because, you know, and even till 18, because kids have to be accompanied on set by the parent up until the age of 18. So that's hard. 
but kids persevere and they yeah. will they will get there and Hollywood isn't going anywhere. They may not do it as a kid, but as soon as they turn 18, right. they're in my adult classes, right? Okay. Yes, I have parents who couldn't be an actor themselves, couldn't be a comic themselves, couldn't be a dancer, whatever, performer, musical yeah. theater person who will put their kids in my program. And I'm grateful for them because I do enjoy teaching. But we find basically, I would say, as the kid gets older, the kid isn't as jazzed and it creates an interesting situation between parent and kid because it's real. And then I find out, I go, they go, oh, well, my kid, and it's not every case. I don't right. want to remember. Of course, of course, nothing is ever. No, no, no. Yeah, no. And yeah. I have some kids who, you know, were making it and doing it and just said, yeah, this isn't what I want. But I'll find, I'll find out, oh, well, I always wanted to be an actress and they're, yeah. so, or I've always wanted to be an actor. That kind of is a recipe for disaster as well. And, you know, what I've been dealing with a lot is like, Parents, and I understand because I'm a parent too, we kind of have to like stop everything for auditions. Sure. We have to stop everything yeah. for bookings. It's really hard when you've got other people in your family unit that need your attention. Yeah. So just know that this is not, and Hollywood is not very malleable. Right. Like I can't call up Hollywood and go, you know what? I'd love to do that job, but I have a dentist appointment at five. <laughs> it might be a little easier now, I guess, when you don't have to, at least for TV and film auditions, you don't generally you self-tape. have self-tape. You can self-tape so you could do it later. But then, you know, the kids also have homework and... And then the COVID testing, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. So, yeah. so just, I guess my overall note is make sure everyone's on board and everyone should be in class. They don't have to be in my class. They can be in anybody's class. Right. You can check us out at youthactingbiz.com or thebizstudio.us. But basically, everyone should be in class. You should be working when you're not working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. You know? You got to do something to work yeah. on your craft and stay sharp and... yeah. Otherwise, if you're only you're kind of getting your practice in on the auditions and then you're not as you're just not going to be as anything that you need to be as present, as as ready to do it. I don't know, prepared, all these things. Well, and listen, self-tape stuff. We're going to be running a seminar um, on self-tapes. Everybody should have their own self-tape setup. I mean, we have our own studio that we film people and do voiceovers, but everyone should have their own self-tapes because, you know, honestly, I have actors who will get an audition at 6 a.m. and it's due at 9. I know. And, you you know, what are you going to do? So... Now, do you have a place that you physically do the self-tapes or you do it over Zoom or? I do it over Zoom for those that are out of town. For those that are in town, I have a space in Van Nuys. Oh, okay. And then we do industry classes uh, in North Hollywood. Okay. So, yeah, you you can. Very cool. You can find me. So before we go any further, we did have breakfast at Blackheart Coffee. So it's good. a place that I really love. Great menu. This is a place you could actually go and get some writing done. They they don't care if you hang out for a while. They have indoor and outdoor seating. I did have a chai latte. It's like black tea with like sugar and some kind of milk, milk in it. I had uh, happen to use oat milk. Did you have like iced tea or something? Yeah, I did like a sort of infused tea. Oh, with the hibiscus? <laughs> hibiscus. Okay. And I was a little scared because I, I don't like passion fruit tea. I mean, yeah. It's like. How was how was the flavor? It though? was delicious. Yeah, I think I don't like passion fruit in tea. I don't mind passion fruit like in a dessert or something. But yeah, I think uh, hibiscus is good. Yeah, in a tea. And then I had the carnitas breakfast tacos, which is like pork that's kind of shredded pork, roasted potatoes, scrambled eggs. I, you know, you guys know if you've been on the show, I love breakfast burritos. I love any kind of <laughs> breakfasty tacos or burritos. It's just I don't know. It's just you can eat it with your hands. You could take it somewhere and go. It's and it's just like comfort food and to it's me. So much protein. Yeah, of course. And this has uh, the shredded cheese with pico de gallo and they have their own like little uh, verde and uh, red sauces to go on it if you want. You had the chilaquiles. Yes. They have theirs made out of simmered chicken breast. You got the scrambled eggs. 
got some feta on it, which I think is also a very nice cheese for that. Diced onions, cilantro, and mashed avocado on the crispy corn chips. What did you think of that? It was good. What I loved about it, because yeah. I'm a multitasker, is that if I couldn't get it with my fork, I could mm-hmm. get it with the chip. And I'm also not a big fan of combining chicken and egg. It sounds a yeah. little, to me, it's a little, it's a little redundant. So instead, I, yeah. I was like, oh, and it was actually good. And the chicken was yeah. seasoned perfectly. And I loved that there were scrambled eggs on top. Oh, yeah. And then. Uh, well, and- and I told you, like, you're, you know, you're much more dainty. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> not caveman-ish eater like I am, because I'll just take the whole thing, just uh, just have it eating, just running down my face, and, you know, I don't care. Yeah, no, I was a little uh, bit more. But You're more demure. A little is bit that demure. the word? Yeah, but what mm-hmm. I enjoyed is yeah. that you told us we should split half of a blueberry Danish. Oh, gosh, we did have that, didn't we? Yeah, which was a great. <sighs> so good. Do they call it an aperitif? At uh, the yeah, end. yeah, sure. We can now, you know. <laughs> Not like the sorbet. I just yeah. went to a wedding. Not like the sorbet to clean your palate. But right. We had but the, it did serve as the palate cleanser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And then it was it was good. And we sat outside. And yeah, it was nice. It was nice. And, you know, it was just, it was really easy. It was quick. Yeah. You know, the, the service was quick. It's technically, I guess, maybe Lake Balboa. It's not super close to Lake Balboa, but it's in that area. It's like, what is it? Sherman Way and Balboa yeah. right there, where there's not that many things like Blackheart Coffee in that area within like a, I want to say like a five mile exactly. radius, not much. Yeah, that's not that's not a chain. You got to look closer yeah. to like Studio City to get more of them, you know. Yeah. Um, that's not a chain. Yeah, yeah, right. It was really great. So I love that place. And then I said it also has the uh, outdoor Princess Leia with the with the buns and holding a black heart, which yeah. is just everything I need artistically. And I think it just looks cool, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I think we took pictures with it even, right? Yeah, uh, no, yeah. I was there. Yeah, I think, think I took pictures with you with that. I mean, that's yeah. what you need. You with Princess Leia with the black heart. <laughs> What else do you need? I don't know. And then you put it on Instagram. So no, no caption necessary. Just like here it is. Here's the art. It's beautiful. And you know, my my daughter, who's an artist, would love that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's fun for a place for kids to go to. Yeah. There's there's fun things for them to look at. The menu is fun enough too for even teenagers who can be a little more picky sometimes in their food. But there's still plenty of stuff for them too. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Well, thanks for going there with me. I, I loved it. I loved it. I that's one of my favorite places, honestly. That's the only reason why I do this podcast because I get free breakfast. Oh, I mean, look, if I if there's any other bre- any other podcast that have free breakfast, I'll go on all of them. Any anything, yeah. even if it's just free half a Danish, I'm, I'll go for that. I get sad. I just got asked to do another podcast out of New York. I'm like, are you going to send me some bagels? How no. about Junior's cheesecake? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Junior's cheesecake. Yeah, I've heard that's good. I haven't actually it's had delicious, it. Delicious, and yeah. you can get it at Gal. No, not to oh, push Gelson's, but okay. yeah, but they, right. they, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, thanks for going there with me. Look, we are about to get out of here. Before we do, I need to get three quick recommendations from Mary Kennedy. Yes. What is the hidden gem show or movie that you love that people may not know? I got, okay, so I got to it late. Okay. And I think people do know about it, but mm. a must, must, must oh, watch okay. is Mayor of Easttown. I started watching it. I have not finished it. I do enjoy it. It's one of those I start watching and I just forgot. Yeah, it's really good. Not because I didn't like it. Yeah. There's just so many shows. (laughs) Yeah, I was flying a lot and I started it on the airplane. Yeah. And I ended up, it was a a five-hour flight cross country back home and then I had to finish it. Yeah. So Mayor of Easttown. Mm -hmm. And and, and the other one was um, Inventing Anna is also good. Inventing Anna. Yeah, that's good too. Yeah. That was fun. Look, Julia Garner 
is just one of my favorite actors. That's not my favorite role of hers because she's played some amazing, like Ozark is really, yes. really good. She was on The Americans that I also love. Yes. But she is really good on the show also. And it's a, it's a wild story. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. And sometimes you watch these things, you're like, how did this person believe, make people believe these things? And then they're like, I guess people want to believe. Gullible. Are gullible. Or yeah. they, if you just throw one little sprinkle of truth in there, you're like, okay, I guess it must be true. I don't remember the comedian. Oh, how somebody says something, you know, like people believe that like, it's got to be at least partially true, right? Like uh, you're talking about Jesus. Like, well, you know, he says he's the son of God. Even if he's lying, he's at least uh, John the Baptist. Like <laughs> it has to be like right. partially true partially at least. True. It couldn't yeah. just be like completely yeah. made up. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, even yeah, if yeah. he's lying, he's at least this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I guess that's maybe what it is. People believe that like it, it can't be all lies. Right. It, probably, it might there's, be. There's yeah. a little piece of sand that's true. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is the show or movie that you watched just for fun? Oh, the movie that I watched just for fun, which was totally work, worth it, was Top Gun Maverick. It was good. It was amazing. Yeah. It's been recommended before. You yeah. Know? And also I have to tell people like I watched it not having seen the first <laughs> What? I know. You have to see the first one. Did you see it yet? No. You know oh. You know who told me I had to go see the first one? Because she recommended the first one. It was my manager. She was like, You have yeah. to. That's how it all started. And Anthony Edwards, Mike Ryan, they're all in it. Here's Kelly McGillis. I've told this on the story of the show before. And this is like the, the worst part about it is like I've seen Hot Shots like 10 times. <laughs> the Stop it. Stop it. I am not happy with it. And it's listen, true. Tom Cruise has his own stuff around him, but as long as he stays in his lane, yeah. I'm all for it. And I was very, I was just, I thought it was done beautifully. I was in the Navy too. I was, yeah, see? Yeah. But I was in the Navy when Hot Shots came out. That's yes, why, yeah. you know, so. And my brother just retired from the Air Force. Yeah. So like, it was nostalgic. My brother and my father and me all went to, you know, we I saw my dad on weekends. We all went to a cool theater and watched Matt. I watched the first one, Top but, Gun. But is the first Top Gun as good as Hot Shots? Just... Yes! <laughs> oh my God. I can't even look at you in the eye right now. I'm very upset. Part of me finds it hilarious <laughs> just to annoy people that love Top But Gun. not as good as Cocktail. I'm kidding. Oh, wow. Hey, you know what? I, um... I'm going to brag, but I had the guy that did the uh, the uh, really? z- soundtrack. Did, uh, he did well, the music that's... for for Cocktail, you know. Well, that's good. No. <laughs> on the show, he was the same guy that, uh, you know, was on the, did all of Phil Collins' uh, tours as his keyboard oh, player. Oh, I love it. And uh, also did uh, the original album of Jesus Christ Superstar. But he also did Cocktail, you know. So, well, you all, we all got to yeah, work. Over yeah. a weekend. Yeah, of course he did. They're like, can you do it over a weekend? He's like, uh, <laughs> let me get the coffee on. That's what he said. Oh, let me put the coffee on. Then, yeah. <laughs> He's a Brit. So, <laughs> terrible British accent, but that's what he said. Yeah. Anyway. That's your homework. Tonight you're watching Top Gun. Uh, maybe. <laughs> well, I do have a, you know, uh, truth be told, I have an, a breakfast that has to go out tonight that hasn't started being edited yet. So, I imagine that's what I'm probably doing. But if I finish that, I'll watch Top Gun. But or, it is a, sh- a movie you could have in the background. Or maybe Hot Shots again. Who knows? No, stop. Uh, <laughs> All right. I'm not even talking to you anymore. <laughs> what is the short movie that inspires you? Don't uh, say Ted Lasso. I say that every week now. Don't say Ted Lasso because no, it won't. inspires everyone. And I love Ted Lasso. Yeah, no, it's I great. Do, and it's I'm great. trying it's to do that. It's just that's the one that everyone inspires, so we can't pick that one anymore. If people are going to like be like, really? I so There's no judgment here no, at all. I so enjoyed The Crown. Oh, I haven't seen it and... I know that everyone loves it. I would like to watch it. Should I watch it? Yes. Okay. Some of it will feel like a history class. Well, that's fine. Which is fine. That's fine because I I don't study history naturally. So anytime I can watch something I learned about history while not having to read a book, that's good. You'll learn a lot. What I loved about it is how these known actors really 
took these iconic characters, Mm -hmm. the Queen, Prince Philip, even Charles to a point, and made it totally their own. So if actors are ever needing to do a historical piece, you know, just to watch, and I'm going to, oh, it begins with a G, Gillian Anderson. Yeah. Do Thatcher was incredible. So it was such a, it was such a character study for me on how to really embody somebody who is a historical yeah. figure. Look, Gillian or Jillian, I don't know, actually know how it's pronounced. <laughs> I don't know. Anderson, Jillian no, Anderson. I don't know. I actually don't really know if it's <laughs> Gillian or Jillian. I think I've heard it both ways and maybe people pronounce it both ways. I don't know. She was so great. Look, I will always love her from the X-Files and uh, like one of the greatest shows of all time. Her and Duchovny had such great chemistry on that show and it was just like so weird and like uh, all the things I needed like... As a, as a younger person to see, I, I don't know. I think the show is still a little bit groundbreaking, you know. And then there would be no X Files without the Avengers. That's another. That's an, also one of my favorite shows of all time. But anyway, Gillian or Gillian Anderson, she's fantastic in well, whatever she's in. So I didn't yeah. even know she was on this show. Now I have to watch it. Well, she plays Thatcher, and oh, and, and to play Thatcher, yeah. you know, it's it, she really did, and I didn't do that justice. But to really get her, I don't voice, know, I've never heard her voice. <laughs> so well, but Thatcher was very much like yeah, this, a little right. bit Julia Child. Yeah, she got that and and consistently did it, and okay. I feel really embodied her. Okay, so it's wonderful. All the performances are. Or amazing. Wow. So, all right. Uh, I'll check it out. Yeah. I'm going to watch that probably before Top Gun. Oh, <laughs> after I finish all that, then I'll watch Top Gun. How many seasons? No! Top Gun is so easy to watch. Right. The crown, like, you've got to you've got to make yourself some tea and have yeah, some biscuits. I feel, I feel like I need to watch that first before Top Gun. It's probably... All of the crown is probably shorter than Top Gun, right? So No, that's why I, it's not. It's like three seasons. Well, agree to disagree. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how time works. Look, I may believe, though, like as uh, Matthew McConaughey did in uh, True Detective, that you I know, love that uh, time is a flat circle. So who knows? <laughs> maybe forty-eight hours is less than two hours. You know, depending on how it's being run. <laughs> You know who does great impressions? John o. Wilson. Yeah? I don't, I don't know if you know John o. Wilson. I don't but think I do. He's incredible. He does a whole thing on Matthew McConaughey. It's really funny. Thanks for those recommendations. I'm going to watch most of them. Probably not Top Gun, though. If you would like to get more breakfast stuff, such as pics of Mary Kennedy and I enjoying our breakfast with Blackheart Coffee, go to my website, brentpope.com. You can listen to all the breakfast episodes there. You can see clips from all my TV appearances in the official breakfast store with a bunch of fun stuff, shirts, mugs, stickers, Mary Kennedy. Yes, I'm a Kennedy t-shirts. <laughs> what? <laughs> all right. Sure. Look, I got to make my money where I can. Oh, shamelessly uh, funny female. You, shamelessly funny. You signed the contract. It's a very small print uh, that you needed your glasses and I told you not to wear your glasses. Not my fault. Uh, it's in there in the breakfast store. People of Earth, do yourself a favor by picking up something from the breakfast store, breakfaststore.com. And if you enjoy the show, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to Breakfast, and make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. Breakfast is being enjoyed all over the United States and in 58 countries across the globe, the latest, the Republic of Moldova. So Ooh. welcome, Moldovans, or sometimes they're called Moldovians. Both are acceptable. And trust me, my breakfast burrito brigade, we are just getting started. Special thanks to my studio engineer, Will Frenchman, who, Mary, he always says he's from France, but he's not at all, so I don't know where he gets off. You know, I, I literally can't help it. My last name yes. is Frenchman. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Will. Right. Sorry. <laughs> My apologies. I didn't know Will was listening. I just usually say stuff about him not being French, and then he has to edit it together and sends it to me and has to quietly seethe about me saying he's not a Frenchman. And now he's spoken, and I, f- I feel rightly put in my place. <laughs> uh, thanks, Will, for making me sound 
So good. And everyone else also at the Tiny Studio LA, tinystudioLA.com. Mary Kennedy, what is next for you and where can we find you on the social medias? So I will be at Moonstone Cellar um, up in Cambria, California. That's a badass name for a, is it a comedy club specifically? It's at Winery. A winery. Up in Cambria. It's a badass name regardless. (laughs) Look. (laughs) Wait, Cambria, that's out here? Cambria, California. Okay. And uh, Joe Dungan runs the show. He's the host. And Paul Jasek, my best Best friend. Gotta get Uh, Paul on the show. Yes, you will. And me, our co-headlining. And where do we follow you on the social media? M. Kennedy Comedy. Nice. And then my classes, uh, youthactingbiz.com. Cool. With a Z, B-I-Z. B-I-Z. And then uh, the bizstudio.us is for the adults. Nice. You know, it's been too long that I haven't had you on the show. Obviously, I love your comedy, and Thank I love you. You were in breakfast number one. I mean, I would never have the first episode be somebody I didn't re- thoroughly enjoy. Right. So, <laughs> you're a rock star. Thank you. Keep being a rock star. You too. And, uh, man, do that crowd work when you can. You're probably great at it. And I know you are great at it, but I'm like, I say probably because who knows? When you do crowd work, you never know. It might not work out. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I love about crowd work. The, the, the comics that are brave enough to do crowd work, right. if it doesn't work, I don't care because you it's still a thing that was not supposed to be part of the show. And it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's improv. Improv yeah, and improv. I love it. Thank you. Well, we'll talk very soon. We'll go have some more breakfast tacos somewhere else. And uh, we'll have all the families together and stuff because that would be delightful. And with that, we put another never watching Top Gun, maybe I will, episode of Brent with Brent Pope in the old to go bag. See ya. Breakfast with Brent Pope. Help support it by buying some awesome swag like the comfy shirts and the beautiful coffee mugs. Go to breakfaststore.com. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.